Blog Talk Radio. Greetings, everybody. I hope you can all hear me. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Greetings, greetings. As always, we'd like to give you all a warm, warm welcome to today's show. I'm your host, of course, Faith, and you're live with us on Her Story too. Welcome, welcome, welcome. We are very excited, y'all. We are doing a part two with scientist and STEM advocate Penny Melkvist tonight on Her Story 2. So welcome everybody. As always, you know how it works over here, y'all. For those of you who are new to Blog Talk Radio, if you would like to join the chat, which we hope will be open in a minute or two, all you need to do is sign up by clicking. Um, you got to go um, to www.blogtalkradio.com forward slash Her Story 2 and then simply click on the link that says sign up and that should get you right in. Okay, everybody? And for those of you on the call line, remember, because I know most of you, a lot of you actually, are from outside of the U.S. So remember, you need to dial the U.S. country code and then dial 515-602-9735, and that will get you on our call lines. You can also use the Skype to call button, okay? So go ahead and do that. So everybody, welcome, welcome. Today we have a beautiful show. It's going to be incredible, amazing. Why do we know that? Because we had a part one, okay? And we're going to be talking to Penny, who is a scientist. She's a swimmer, a STEM advocate, AAW and co AAW member and co-founder of Oregon. Okay? She's also a mentor and an animal lover. And today, y'all, you're in for a treat. We're going to be talking about all things STEM. And I think I have found Penny. Welcome, Penny. Yes, I am here. Hi, everyone. Good morning, good afternoon, Hello. good evening. <laughs> good evening over I'm here ex- in Denmark. <laughs> it is. I'm excited to be joining yes, you guys again for part two. It was great last week. Yeah. I had a bunch of fun talking to you guys, answering questions. 
Yes, and I have to tell you that our listeners are still enjoying your part one. You know, we see it in the book, and y'all, y'all don't see everything we oh, see. Oh, great! But y'all are still loving Penny's part one. Yes, it's still like great. <laughs> yeah, well, okay. So keep on listening part to three. that, and <laughs> we definitely because we're having so <laughs> much never fun. Know. And our girls, yeah, of course, we can just keep this going. All I right. mean, come on, this is Sam. Like we can talk about it Sam is. till the cows come home. <laughs> yeah, um, we really yeah. could. We really could. I mean, it is science, technology, engineering, math, and you know what, Penny? We um, for our STEM clubs, we added the arts, and maybe we'll touch on that a little bit if you would like to, because yeah. this was basically I, because we had looked at what our girls enjoy, and we could not ignore their hobbies and the things they love to right. do. So we just found a way to make learning more interesting. And so we are right. the, those kind of clubs. We, we're, the steam, we're in the steam room, okay? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and that was actually one of the titles of our uh, opening night is steam, because I believe the same thing. A lot of us believe arts. Uh, it shouldn't be STEM. It should be steam. Because if you think of the design oh, of buildings wow. and, and uh, Leonardo da Vinci and all the anatomy studying, studying the body yeah. and parts of the body, it really, it really is science. Yeah. So, if you think about, if you think about that, I'm, I completely agree. We can touch on that a little bit later. Oh, that's beautiful. Yeah, yeah, we should because you know we did it just from our own, um, you know, own research and observation. You know, that's how right. we so we yeah. just couldn't ignore this. But of course, you have that scientific background. You've been in this this field for quite some time. So we would absolutely appreciate that. I'm sure our girls would love it. Our teachers and the, you know, and the, and the facilitators who work with our girls, they would definitely, we, we could always use some tips and pointers. Yeah. Yes. What do you say, so I Penny? Hope, I hope we pick it off where we left it, where we left it last time. What do you say we do that? Because towards the end of the show, we were, we were discussing, um, the, we were, we, we were kind of emphasizing on the 21st century skills and the importance of STEM skills and the future careers. You mentioned a little bit about mm -hmm. the financial <clears throat> benefits, but also the innovation and technology that can be used in problem solving. So maybe we can right. pick it up there, you know? Would you right. like that? Or right. would you like to take it yeah, up from somewhere else? Yeah, that sounds else? great. And feel free, anybody, yeah. to interject, ask questions. It actually ties nicely in with the, the A for arts and STEAM because we started to talk about spatial ability you know we were talking about that space and what that really means and what it means to distill it down is the ability to assemble things in your brain and with your hands right so the ability to take things apart and put them back together and if you think about people that are artists and I, I hope a bunch of you artists just realize that you're really scientists also think about when you're doing an art project you're thinking about how things would look, and then you're putting that down on a paper and a painting, a sculpture or whatever. But the exciting thing is, is that's not the, that's not the only indicator of being a scientist, right? Spatial ability. It nicely complements a lot of the other characteristics that make a good scientist a good scientist, right? So you wanna think about curiosity, you know, if, if people mm -hmm. are curious, you're more able to have creative thoughts to think about how to solve problems, right? As kids, 
You know, if you guys have worked around kids, they're always asking you a bunch of questions. Why is the sky blue? Why is there water there? Why do I have two feet? You know, all of these things. And what happens over time is people lose that ability to be curious. We just kind of tend to want to have the answers. But what we really need to do to make a good impact is educators, family members, people working with kids, encourage that curiosity. They might drive you completely nuts, but they're formulating parts of their brain (laughs) that will take them through the rest of their life that could lead them into any of those, you know, science, technology, education, arts, and math. So to sort of keep that going, and, you know, when you're curious, like we talked about, you're able to solve problems, right? So a lot of people, you know, if they're approaching something, whether it's assembling something at Ikea, you know, they'll just want to read the directions. They don't want to think about how to do it. But it's a really important part to have that ability to problem solve. If you, if you come into contact with something and you need to figure it out, what are my options? What are not my options, right? Um, mm-hmm. And, you know, when you think about all of these things, we really do this every day as human beings, right? Last time we talked mm-hmm. about people being afraid of science because it's hard but we're around it all the time, right? We talked about the weather. We talked about buildings. We talked about our bodies. We talked about in the kitchen or when we go and work out. It's all science. There's nothing to be afraid of. Mm-hmm. And those characteristics, those skills that I was talking about, being curious, being able to solve problems, those are all things that we do every day. We just don't think about those being strong characteristics to become a scientist, engineer, artist, mathematician so so my point being Mm -hmm. is that if you're afraid of things Mm -hmm. don't be because we're exposed to it all the time you know along Mm -hmm. with those characters sorry do you want to go ahead no go on go on go on go on oh uh, another thing that's really important is being able to think critically right making decisions Mm -hmm. what's objective Mm -hmm. you know what are what are all my options like what we were talking about Let's say, for example, I need to go someplace, but I miss the bus. You know, I could take a taxi, I could walk, I could take a bike. You know, I have all of these different options. But you weigh your options, and you're, you're, you're thinking about, you know, what you could do. And I don't know if a lot of you listeners are familiar with CNN, Cable News Network. Um, they've been uh, advertising for the past, you know, six to eight months an ad and it will show in the background an apple and you'll hear somebody say, you know, somebody will tell you this is a banana, a banana, a banana, a banana, but you're looking at it, weighing the evidence and you see an apple. So my point being is that being able to think critically and just because you hear something doesn't make it a fact, right? Use your senses, use your sight, use your taste if you're cooking. So, you know, the ability to gather facts and gather evidence, right? Does that make sense? Yeah, it does. And, and as you're talking, I'm just thinking that it is, it really, it is all science. It's in the drama. Yeah. It's in the theater. It's in the movement and dance. It's in music. I mean, look at the piano. It's math. Yeah, exactly. But, you know, a lot of times, you know, 
and, and we noticed that girls love this kind of approach to learning. And maybe we can talk right. a little bit about this as well. You know, when, you know, you were talking about blending everything together. I was thinking of how we can focus on integrating these different parts of STEM because we do know it is science, mm-hmm. technology, engineering, and math. And it's, it's really a science in itself, in my view, to integrate all those and make it relevant to girls, you know, right. in a way that yeah. they have fun with it and they don't feel like, oh, you know, I'm not smart enough. And that's what we touched yeah. a little bit on. Is it that math is hard yeah. or is it the learning approach, the teacher, the teaching approach and all that good stuff? So maybe right. um, I guess the question, maybe I don't know how to put this in a way that we can put everything together, but how can we integrate all these different parts of STEM into solving real-world problems, you know, because I think that right. can also add to the relevance because they know they're actually yeah. – solving a problem. A community problem right. was our approach initially when we were setting it up. We wanted them to use right. this to help their communities. So how can we integrate right. that to create a right. more innovative um, space? Yeah. Let me let me do yeah. that way. Mm. So I I see it on a continuum. And I think for me, my personal belief and other people might have a different belief, we have to change the way we think about ourselves. Our brains are super powerful. They're very pliable. You know, you can learn new things. You can unlearn things. You can change things. You can learn as technology improves. But what you really need to do is those messages that run through your brain, you kind of have to deprogram yourself, right? And I look at it in terms of data. You have to get enough data to overwrite your old data. So for kids that are in school, specifically girls, We have to stop. We have to retrain ourselves. We can't say, I'm not smart enough. I don't know this. I don't know about that. Because you do, right? And that just sends that message that sets you on that continuum of falling out of STEM as time progresses. For educators, like, you know, we were talking about family members, friends, encourage that creative thinking. You know, lots of times, even as adults, we get older, we want the answers to questions. I don't want to think about it. Just tell me the answer. But people that are around kids, don't just give them the answer right away. Make them think about it. When they ask you a question, say, well, what do you think? Well, why do you think that? You know, to start that process of developing those skills, you know, actually amplifying those skills because they have them, to start that process of deprogramming yourself and learning to start critically thinking. Yeah. And, um, I just want to say welcome, Beverly. Welcome, Jack. Welcome, guests. Welcome, welcome, everybody. I see you all. So, you know, just send me your questions. You all know how you do. You can tweet it. I'll see it. You can DM me. I'll see it. You know, go ahead and do all the good yeah. stuff. And yeah. um, push one on the keypad if you want to do that. I will just share Beverly's yeah. question. It's a really good sure. question. Beverly is asking. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I have to. Okay. How can we help girls have more confidence in their STEM abilities? I like that question. I think it's a cool question. How can we yeah, help it, it, girls? It's, it's, yeah. practice, it's really mm-hmm. have more confidence, right? Because you think about, mm-hmm. I mean, I think about myself growing up. I never wanted to ask questions. I was never really encouraged to ask a lot of questions in school. But if you start putting in place, you know, having kids, 
think differently about who they are and what they can do. They don't limit themselves. You have people questioning them, calling on them. You start practicing, raise your hand. You know, you're not going to pass out and die. You know, those kinds of things will get you more and more courageous. You know, encourage people to, you know, kids to speak out, right? And the more you're exposed Mm -hmm. to things, whether you're watching somebody put something, take something apart and put something together, watching your teacher, you know, all of these things sharpen your skills. Reading a book, um, watching a debate or partaking in a debate. For those of you that, you know, are kind of maybe on the shyer side, just watch how uh, how um, a discussion plays out when people have two different two different sides, right? Um, puzzles, science. And I think a lot of it is the fear and how we think about ourselves. And once we get over that, then we realize that there really is nothing to fear, right? And you can just sort of jump right yeah. in because what's we tell ourselves, I don't want to look stupid. I don't want to say this. Who cares, right? Like we talked about last time, you just have to do it. And it's going to be hard. I know. We have people that, yeah. that surround us to encourage us to do it. And it will get easier, I promise you. Yeah. That's an excellent it, it, question it, yeah, because we all yeah, want to know is. what action it we is. can take. Yeah. Fiona, Fiona, I will also share this question. I think Penny has already touched on this a little bit, but I'll ask it because maybe it's not as clear as we would like it to be. So this yeah. Penny, um, you know, questions are questions. I think we can repeat ourselves a million times until yeah. the message comes across because I know you've answered this. The question is, how can we, what can we do to make STEM more appealing to girls as they move into middle and high school, and then in brackets, because the numbers seem to decline, the older girls get. Yeah. I'm not sure yeah. about these and, statistics, and, but I'll just pose the question yeah. if it's been asked. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, that's, I mean, she, you know, Fiona's right. That is the trend. Girls do fall off as they get older and older and older for a lot of different variables, right? Not being called on, not thinking you're smart enough, you know, not realizing science is everywhere. But what I really think people need to um reinforce in kids is you've already seen it. You've already been doing it. You already have these skills. It's not anything new. Science just sort of you too. refines them and, and sharpens mm. them a, a little bit. And then when you realize, because I'm hoping that a lot of artists out there were like, oh, wow, you know what? I'm going to tell my teacher that I'm a scientist because I do art. Because it's just realizing you've already been doing it, right? So it's, it's mm. a good question. Yeah, I did. And she's putting, yeah, I mean, Lego, question, 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 Mac. I know where you're going with that because Lego has cut, cut some slack <laughs> about making yeah. kind of toys that are, you know, kind of leaning towards the guys. Do you want to talk a little bit about that? Because Jack, welcome, Jack. We love you. You are the coolest. You're always hanging out with us. <laughs> Jack is asking, how might we involve more males in gender equality discussions? And Jack, the minute Penny drops those pearls, you better run with it. Go for it, Penny. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's a good question, too, because this is not just a female issue, right? There are so many men out there and boys out there that are advocates, that are teaching and learning and want to help us along the way. And a lot, of, a lot of them don't know how. But, you know, if you think about if you're having a discussion, men can help out. Bring in the woman right? Ask her opinion. I can't tell you how many meetings I've been in where all the guys talk about things and then they don't realize I'm sitting there. And then I sort of have to say, Hey, I'm here, but simple things, you know, if a woman hasn't spoken, I'm sorry, 
I'm sorry, Penny. I have to tell you this. <laughs> I don't want you to think I'm laughing at you, but Christina, bigger Christina. Christina is one of our German listeners. You know, big age Christina, we're leaving this. Um, Christina just said, how about touch with no office trips to the strip club and no frat parties and performance reviews? <laughs> Going in and performance reviews, but don't tell girls to stop being irrational, emotional, yeah. abrasive, and aggressive. Yeah, <laughs> you know, who, who was that? Yeah, me kind of gay girl. Christina, that's how Christina is all girl. Christina, Christina. <laughs> you know, I'm I'm right there with you because I've I've heard about that. You know. <laughs> I'm but sorry. So one, don't mind me if you're getting giggling in the back end. <laughs> you're totally fine. But, um, <laughs> what you really, I really encourage people because I run into people all the time that are frustrated, and I've been there too. And I used to hang this up on my office wall for several years. You have to take that passion and turn it into action. Some things you can't change, right? You can't change a whole system, Right. But you can make those little changes. And, you know, things like this have been going on for a really long time. And no matter what, you know, we would love to change it overnight, but you just can't. So you have to take those small steps. And, Christina, maybe you're around other people that think like you and advocate for you. You know, have, have a meeting, you know, once a month and say, this is a situation. How can we improve it? You know, strategize. We talked about the amplification effect. Um, so where you see little creases where you can get your toe in the door to sort of get some power back, you just have to do it. I know it's easier to say than to yeah. do, but, um, yeah, yeah. You, can't, you can't change a whole culture. You, you may want to, yeah. but basically you can't. So take those tiny steps. Yeah, it takes time. And Jack is still asking, so what do we do? Jack, stop. No fresh patties. Okay. But Penny, <laughs> Jack is still saying, so what can he do? <laughs> well, you know, like I said, it, 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 it depends on, you know, if you're in a position of leadership, if you're a male and you have a position of leadership, um, or even if not, mm-hmm. involve women, you know, promote women, advocate for women, mentor women. And that's, you know, Jack, that's a really yeah. good behavior to model for all of the other men that are around you. Because when they see you engaging with women in meetings and conversations and promoting them and giving them projects, you know, that's a really good thing to model. And that's a really good thing for women to see. I can't tell you how important that is for both parts. So those are, those are a couple of things that you can do and implement in, in your workplace or in even school. Okay, your sense. You have to just repeat okay? the last one second. One second, um, a second and a half. You broke off. Um, you, oh, you know, sorry. we had what, what, when you said that's a really good behavior to model. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And so then you kind of went off. Yeah. Uh, modeling that behavior is really good for men and for women to see, right? That those kinds of things can help start to change a culture. Because what feels good when you're at work or you're in a situation and you see somebody like ask you your opinion, you're like, wow, they really care about what I think. They're going to give me this project. They're going to promote me. That's a good message to send to everybody around you. Yeah. Jack, is that satisfactory? Did you know what to do? 
<laughs> okay. Be we'll a, go on. I think be a I quiz just found Shaz. Shaz, welcome. There'll be a quiz. Oh, y'all, you get yeah. pen and paper to take the quiz. <laughs> That's going to be part three. And it's going to be like it's, a STEM kind of quiz, so you better bring your brainiac on, you know, bring your, it, you know, yeah, that great, you know, curry, there's you know. no STEM. It's all, mm. it's all just the same thing. You know, and one other thing, Jack, you reminded me of and everybody else is, we touched upon last time in the bias awareness training. A lot of us don't have bad intentions to treat people differently, but if you go online, no. and you mm. a free, yeah. a free yeah. bias um, test through, you know, totally credible universities or organizations, it will tell you if you have a certain bias leaning a certain direction. And data has shown that once you become aware of that bias, it automatically reduces the probability of you having that bias again. So, yeah, it does. And that's it's another really thing, unconscious. Jack. We we all have biases, yeah. everybody. We yeah. all have biases. No one is immune to it. When you take this right. this um tests and quizzes, we all have biases. And women, you might right. believe, you might also have a bias against other women. Yeah, <laughs> or yeah. even against other I mean, that, races, people of other colors. Yeah, you have to take and this that's just pretty, so you're conscious. They're, hmm. It's pretty yeah. common. And Jack, that's another good thing to model. You know. I mean, you could have your team take the bias test, right? Um, yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, Jack, you don't study for the exam. You just take it. It's a pop quiz. <laughs> I'm sorry. I think I've given him two things of homework <laughs> already. <laughs> I don't but know, Jack. Really really Jack is not going to do his homework. <laughs> Jack, are you going to do homework? I don't know. Okay. Christina? But I really encourage everybody Jack? to take it. <laughs> Okay. Um, Shaz, are you here with us? Yeah, I am. Hey, Faith. Hi, Shaz. Welcome. And, um, yeah, welcome again to our show. It's everything you said, like, about kids and how curious they are and, like, people are afraid and everything. It is so right because if we come, like, first to the, I mean, with the kids, it is really true, you know, it doesn't matter which age they have, but they always, you know, like you're saying that, you know, they keep a lot of questions and right. like, and usually what I also do with my son, is like, you know, when they ask a question, you don't just go ahead and, you know, um, just give them the answer. It's right. actually a very good thing to just let them, you know, think about it a little bit. Maybe actually they will come up with the answer. So, right. um, right. And, and also, even if they, and, Mm-hmm. Even if they don't have the answer, you're exercising that process of, you know, finding the answer, right? So I exactly. think that's a great thing to do. That's a really great thing yeah. to do. But I also know that in school, like, they also, um, you know, work and, te- I mean, working with these skills um, at school, you know, amongst the teachers uh, and, to you know, and then to the, to the students. So, I think it's really important because, like you're saying, you know, they they can ask, like, I don't know what, but they they can ask you so many questions sometimes that mm-hmm. actually you just just get confused. So, um, yeah, <laughs> but basically, it's really true. It's sometimes, you know, you're just like whatever, but um, but yeah. it's really good, you know, just um, you know, have them. Of course, you can give them the answer. But it's better for them to think for themselves at first. And, okay, if they really don't know, then, of course, as an adult, you can go ahead and then help them maybe 
right. know, directly go ahead and, you know, say the answer. So I think that, you know, that you're so right about it. Um, yeah, yeah. And, yeah. You know, I have another interesting tidbit that you're going to um, find fascinating is, you know, several studies have indicated when we talk about all of these characteristics and being able to make decisions and critical thinking, exercise mm. is a really key component for um, optimizing all of those thoughts in your head. Now, I don't, I don't know about you guys, but I know, like, you know, I'll have a lot of things on my mind, and if I go to the pool and I swim, I'll have the answer, whether it's about an experiment or a problem at home or, you know, whatever it may be. But exercise is also a, a key thing for kids and adults to get um, in order to sort of rework their brain and optimize um, uh, all of those thought processes that they've been using throughout the day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And oh, um, you mean there's another question for you. This is from our guest. Um, Shaz, you want to ask something? Then I will go to the question from our guest. Go ahead and ask. No, just go. No, I was just um, referring to Penny's question. Like, um, so do you mean like, so when you go out and if you co- you couldn't find the answer before, then you can go ahead and clear your mind and then you have the answer? Is that how I should understand it or? Not necessarily, or? but it's, it's, it's almost, well, in a very simple analogy, it's almost like, you know, if you're on a computer and you've been using it mm-hmm. and, you know, they recommend or a phone or anything, restarting mm-hmm. it sort of gets everything back to its normal status state. You're not always going to get the answer when you exercise. That would be super nice. But it yeah. helps your brain, your brain capacity for pliability and reorganization and optimization. Does that make yeah. sense? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Um, this is this is a question um, from a guest, and uh, the question is, how does stemets? So stemets meaning S T E M E double T E S. I think those are mini stemites. <laughs> so how does stemets <laughs> look to address the lack of women in STEM industries? So I guess Penny, as a woman in the industry, maybe you can tell us how has this been addressed currently? Yeah. You. You know, the, the great, you know, there are a lot of challenges going on, like women's voices being heard and, uh, you know, standing up and speaking your mind, the Me Too movement or um, the Time's Up movement. Um, so the good thing is, is it's getting a lot of attention. And a lot of organizations, companies are realizing that, you know, it's a very profitable thing. Data shows that if you have women, X amount of women at a certain level, or X amount of women, period, your profitability tends to go up in terms of finances. So businesses are more successful. So people are starting to tune into these things and actively recruit for women and actively reach out. I can't speak for other countries, but I know in the United States, you know, there are a lot of organizations, you know, AWIS and AAUW, 500 Women Scientists, you know, lots of organizations that are realizing we need to have women in places of leadership, whether that's government, industry, academia, and it's slowly changing. And, you know, ways to change that are, you know, mentoring other women that are younger. Christina is, you know, bringing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Christina is asking, so do these organizations have the hookup? (laughs) Have the the what? 
the hookup. Um, yeah, I, you know, I really don't know. Do you mean in terms of like the, the meeting access on the web and everything? Is that what she's meaning? Christina, do they get you in? <laughs> she said, do they get you in the door? Is it, do they have the hookup? She writes. <laughs> Somebody wants a really fast answer. <laughs> um, you know, but what it does when you like, is you networking. Know, she wants a hookup. She she wants in. Christina, you're she, in Germany. She wants she's in, she's in Germany. I got it. She's not even in the U.S. You know, I, yeah, but she's asking the question. You know. Yeah, <clears throat> right. It's, you know, we have access to the Internet, right? A lot of people do. And go online. Connect with organizations. You know, AWIS is online or our organization is online. There are thousands of organizations that you can connect to that will start building your network. Right. LinkedIn is a big thing to start building your network. These are things that they tell people that want to get, you know, into um, industry or whatever. But start building your network because there will be somebody that you know that knows somebody that knows somebody else that can help you get your foot in the door. Mm-hmm. Okay. This is and not an interesting and, and question. Have, and they, there are also resources on those sites, right? There are career sites on all of those sites. Um, so they provide a lot of information, some of which I'm touching upon, but they'll help provide you with tools to help figure out, you know, mm-hmm. next steps or problems <clears throat> or whatnot. Okay. This is a question from, it seems more like a statement or a comment, maybe not so much a question. And it says that um, the guest is saying, Sam, let's face it, is male-dominated men socializing pods and club, and strip club, haha, <laughs> LOL, so should women, <laughs> I just have to really like this say, should women socialize in that way to get ahead? That's a good question, because a lot of times, you know, if you're in that kind of a culture, women have to think, I have to be one of the boys to get ahead, and hmm. it's actually very challenging, you know, there's one of those things where you kind of have to walk the tightrope, you know, you don't want to be you want to fit in, so it, it's challenging. That's a, personal, that's a personal decision, you know. If that is not something that you're willing to do and you realize that's not going to get you ahead, maybe, you know, maybe it's time to look for an organization that appreciates the things that you can contribute because you're kind of swimming upstream in a huge culture that you can't, you can't get into, you know, yeah, I think that's a very good question, but it's a very tricky question. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's very tricky. It's actually a loaded question, but I still think yeah. that with that kind of question, I think women, you have to use your own discernment. That's like a gift we have, ladies. You know, use yeah. your gut, use your instinct, use your sixth sense and your seventh sense and all your senses because you have it. That yeah. thing that tells you no. Use yeah. it. And also, I think that, you know, if somebody tells you, because I, was, I speak to people, I'll, you know, everyone knows faith talks to everybody, okay? And some, <laughs> um, some women have told me that they have been actually been told to have business meetings in hotel rooms. So that is not something that, you know, you have to use your discernment. Yeah. 
Why would you yeah. have a business meeting in a hotel room? You know, why would you have to program in a hotel room? You know, yeah. you just have to tell the person. We can have it in the mm-hmm. business center or in the coffee yeah. shop or in the restaurant. So, you, you know, yeah. you have to, then like, you know, like Penny said in part one, really, you have to speak up. Just speak your mind. Mm-hmm. You're not going to die. Mm-hmm. Nothing's going to come from it. And I think it's a business right. part, partner, potential business partner, you know, somebody who wants to give you a contract, a project, or a job is not willing to make you have a business meeting where you're comfortable and you feel good about yourself and they're not the right person. Right. You can't yeah. and you have to go think along about, to get along. Yeah. And if you think about that's the first interaction, what are the rest going to be like? If they realize they yeah. can get you to mm-hmm. say or accommodate a certain thing, I can guarantee you it's not going to be a great situation to be in. And, you know, Christina and everybody it's else, not. At, the end of, at the end of the day, you have to be comfortable with your decisions, your voice, what you do. If it is too much, and this is my personal opinion, if you go to a place and there are all of these problems and you try to change it and make things better and it doesn't change, you're going to have to look at alternatives. I know nobody wants to think about that. But you know what? I can speak from the truth. The world's not going to end if you change your career, right? Things, things happen for a reason. I know that doesn't sound very scientific, but do you really want to be in a place that treats women so drastically differently? Go someplace where you're appreciated, where you can use your brain and contribute and not have to use your brain power on if you should go have a beer with the boys or not. Yeah, really. Yeah. I mean, you have to use your discernment. And we know that people are different. What might fly with somebody else but not fly, might not fly with you. You know what I mean? Yeah. What works for somebody else may not work for you. So if it makes right. you feel uncomfortable, that's a telltale sign that it's not made right. for you. Okay? If it makes and you have concerns, and also, worries. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that also goes back to modeling, right? If Christina is like, I'm done. I can't deal with this. I'm going to move on and make things better for me. What a great thing to model, right? You're modeling to all of the other people that you've had it and it's okay to move on. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. I think that's that with that, y'all. You know, we're talking to grown-ups here. You're in control of your life. You're in the driver's seat. You know, whatever happens, you're the one who has to live with it. It's your life at the end of the day. Right. If it makes you right. feel uncomfortable, that's a sign. Um, and I'm going to read you my, a favorite uh, quote. Mm-hmm. Yeah, go for it. I just want to read a favorite quote. I just want to read a favorite quote because people think I'm insignificant, I can't make a difference. But we need your guys' brains engaged to solve world, world problems, right? So here's a quote by the Dalai Lama. If you think you're too small to make a difference, try sleeping with a mosquito. Nobody is too small to make a difference. <laughs> So, you know, if you think it doesn't matter, it's fine. Like if you it. think about it, <laughs> try you like it. it. Really, try it. Try it. Just do it. Please try it, guys. That will be fun. <laughs> but we need everybody no engaged and involved. Yeah. We do. We do, y'all. We are all connected. I love that quote. We are really all connected. And we all hold the pieces to the puzzle. Believe it or not. Yep. We all hold the pieces to the puzzle. Everything is, is, is important, it's needed, and it's relevant. Whether you're a swimmer, animal lover, scientist, cook, chef, it's all connected. You know, mm-hmm. you guys it's all connected. 
you know, so and reach out to people. Is making sure you make it. Yeah, yeah. Right. Um, reach so out. We you have know, link. We are link. Mm. Yep. You, you well, said LinkedIn. You wanted to say LinkedIn. Yeah, I was just going to say, you know, don't hesitate, people, to reach out to other organizations. Right. Don't just go it alone. You're not alone. There's, you know, you have people all over the world fighting for the same thing. And there's a lot to be said about yeah. collective power and movement. Yeah. Let's touch a little bit on spatial ability, you know, the spatial skills of women, the myths behind right. that, that women don't hold, don't have those spatial abilities, and usually will, you know, our male counterparts will outperform us. This is something that concerns our little girls who are really, yeah. um, you know, enthusiastic about pursuing careers in engineering and are thinking when it comes to those, I don't know whether they do blocks. I'm not an engineer, but they showed me a few things. It looks like you put together mm-hmm. some things like blocks and stuff to kind right. of see whether right. you have what it takes to pursue a right. career in engineering. Let's touch a little bit right. on that. We have like about three minutes. So if we okay. could just do that okay. just so that our yeah. girls can feel encouraged and not give up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, uh, spatial ability, like you said, is the ability to assemble things in front of you or in your mind and put them together and take them apart. It can be an indicator, like I was saying, but it's not the only indicator. And if you don't have it, it's nothing to worry about. And I can tell you that because in my 20 years of experience, I've met so many scientists and engineers that take things apart and can't put them back together. Or they, or they put them back together and they're, <laughs> you know, they have extra parts left over. So don't worry about it too much. <laughs> Right. These are things that if you have, you guys know what I'm talking about. Um, So Mm -hmm. it's not anything to lose sleep over. Focus on the critical thinking, the curiosity, the problem solving, being objective, being persistent. Yeah. And will that help them pass the entry level exams to this program? Will they get selected to the best schools in engineering without Um, special You know, I... I don't know what's actually on the engineering uh, exam, but I can imagine it's not. Uh, a lot of my colleagues would have failed if that was a test. Okay. That are engineers and scientists. Okay. So don't. It's nothing to fixate on. Um, yeah. If you can't do it, it doesn't mean I can never be a scientist. It just means some people have it, some people don't. It's something you can improve upon. But if you don't have it, it doesn't eliminate you from life in the sciences yeah so you know ladies don't give up this has been our part two everybody we thank you for listening your questions are many we have already said we'll do a part three so i'm going to put together those questions because i'm writing. you know i'm a pen and paper girl so i'm writing some of them down right now okay so i'm paying attention to that i'm going to incorporate them in part two Penny, any last words? Shaz, any last words? Penny, go first so that, you know, if it cuts, we're good because we're hosting close. So you go first. Yeah. <laughs> okay. You are not your thoughts. I'm going to just keep hounding on that every time we talk. Never give up. Be brave and never lose hope. Never, ever, ever. You, could, you, you can do it. Never, ever, ever. Ever. Shaz, any last words? No. It is so right, Penny. But um, you know, we just want to. I just want to. Well, we just want to thank you to you know coming in the show again. And then, um, yeah. And I think everything you say, it's so clear. It's so clear to understand you. And yeah, and so positive. <laughs> Why well, thank so, you? I, I, just, it, it I just love great. talking with yeah. you. Yeah. 
Yeah, it is. Yeah. And remember, oh, very clear. Mm. Yeah. And if you're an artist, you're a scientist. Don't forget that. And you yeah. guys need to start telling. You guys need to tell the artists that they're scientists as well. And this will be convenient. I'll continue on. This will be great. <laughs> Yeah, we're everything. Yeah. We're everything, y'all. So if you're an artist, you're a scientist, engineer girl, you got it. You got what it takes. She's been in this field. She's told you what happens on the floor. Don't don't be discouraged. Yeah. Everybody, thank you. Yeah. Good work. We had so much fun. Yes, 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 yes. And you know what we always say? You're important, as Penny has kept on saying. She's drilled it in. You are needed in problem solving. You're living on this earth. Help shape it. It's your future. Yes. Okay? So as always, we encourage you all to go and change the world. You know how we do. Do something, but just do something. Okay? Do something good. Do something. Y'all will do your own stuff, <laughs> but just do yeah, something to change the world for the better. Yeah. Be bold. Yeah, I agree. Be bold, y'all. Yes. <laughs> Christina, I see you. That's the question I'm going to save for Penny's part three. <laughs> yeah. She can she, tell her to send me a message. She can she can hook up on Twitter. <laughs> okay, Christina. Christina is not on Twitter, but you know, um, you oh. can go on Twitter and find um, Penny's details. Yeah. and then you know, hook up yeah. on the website, a uh, uh, or LinkedIn, Ari's any on. of those. Yep. A A W I S. Okay, everybody. Yeah. yeah. Thank okay, you, everybody. Thank you. So-